We three from GP, ran to Tommy B, broadcasting live on your frequency, giving you updates on these Georgia streets. These are voices for the people that don't get to speak. Issues, black news, the conversation's deep. Shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat. iPods, Androids, or your laptop. These boys swinging for the fence, saying lie. Then came a long way from being homies on the block. From afros and braids, and now they at the top. You want facts? This is where I get them from. GP3, RTT at gmail.com. Send them feedback, and they'll be sure to send a response. I gotta go now. The show starts in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast. Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a five star. Follow us on SoundCloud. GP3 Homies from the Block. And now, here's Ran, Tut, and Tommy B. GP3 Homies from the Block. Hey, what's up, y'all? We are back. That's right. Number 44. That's and you right. know what? That's Hank Aaron's number, man. My, yeah, his number. It was my number in high school playing playing basketball. Oh, yeah. I peaked out in, in middle school, man, in terms of athletics. <laughs> it's all man. good, man. It's all you good. You know, like 90% yeah. of us, that's what we peak out in middle school and elementary uh, school. Nah, I played a little bit everywhere, man. Took it. Uh, and, and shout out to Adams Park because uh, Southwest Atlanta, Adams Park is where, where I started my thing and, uh, you know, continued it. Uh, now it's just all in my head. Hey, man. <laughs> Glory days, whatever. I remember, you know, when you get to that age when you're yeah. on the basketball court, man, or football field, baseball yeah. field, yeah. you see the move in your brain. Oh, you see it. But your, but your body is like, nah, your Your nah. mind is still sharp, but your body is yeah. like, uh-uh, don't yeah. do that. Yeah, you, you can't, can't do that. You can't make that cut anymore, you, Nope, stop. Yeah. Shut it down. Yeah, shut it down. Hey, man, but number 44, also uh, Pete Maravich, man. I know that's a, that's a name... The pistol. The pistol. Pistol. Pig. Started in ATL, ended in Boston, and uh, you know passed away. Yeah. Um, but you know, growing one up, one of in the a, flash, in ATL, man. One of the flashes. Uh, yeah. White players ever played. Man. Ever. And you know what, man? Uh, he he created a lot of uh, drills for little leagues for teams, mm-hmm. just based on his training. You know, when he played for LSU, his his dad coached him yeah, press but it was interesting man when he went to when I, I remember and this is just you know atl history when uh he came to the hawks man when he was drafted they hated him i mean you had if and this is another name lou hudson remember sweet lou uh these guys if i recall and and i think this is uh documented they got into a fight in the locker room yeah, yeah um pete. well pete um pete was one of those guys that um a lot of players didn't understand because Pete was like obsessed with basketball. Yeah, he was. He and was. but Pete never played in a team concept. No, he shot everything. His because his dad let him do it. Yeah. And yeah. so Pete was one of those guys that had to have the ball in his hand. Yes, he did. And I remember I don't know if you remember well, you know, back in the day you followed the Hawks. Um, you know, the Hawks used to get blown out. Right. I mean, they weren't a, it wasn't a great team. But dude, would he'd have like fifty points at halftime? <laughs> Not with yeah. fifty, but literally. Yeah, when he played with the, the jazz, number of shots. The I mean, jazz. people talk about Kobe shooting the ball. I just remember how Pete right. used to shoot the ball. It's yeah, like, this is it, before the three point. Oh, it jazz. was. Yeah, I mean, Pete it absolutely did. was. Yeah, yeah. So, forty four, man. We are number forty four. This is number forty four, going toward fifty. GP three, man. Uh, you know, go ahead, Rand. Tell him about GP three. Well, um, we started off as GP3. 
Yeah. <laughs> it still is, man. Come on. Okay. Come on. It okay. still is. All right. G- Shout out to Tut. Tut. All right. So Tut. the GP3. Uh, all right. Tut's fans are asking for it. That's right. For, Tut's for, fans for are the, asking for the bass back. The Put bass. the bass back. Yeah. Bring the bass back. It's all about that bass, man. All about that bass. Um, we're GP3. It stands for Grove Park 3. The three of us, uh, I'm Rand and uh, our missing compadre, Tut. Mm-hmm. And also Tommy B right here. Oh, yeah. We went to Grove Park Elementary School in mm-hmm. Atlanta, Georgia. We grew up in the Grove Park section of uh, Atlanta, the yeah. 30318. Uh, Tut lived on Charlotte Place, and I lived on uh, South Elizabeth Place. And I was over on North Avenue. Right. Yeah. So yeah. kind of like a trivector, triangle. Yes, it was, man. And yeah. uh, we do this every week. We talk politics. We talk uh Current events, uh, just we, everything. We're man. just a barbershop, man. Yes, we are. We're just old men in the barbershop. You know? And I'm going to jump right in, bro. Jump jump in. Today uh, is a special day. What's and, happening today, and, man? And, and, and I'm going to go ahead and Uh-oh, he beat me. He's know. beating me today. Let you know why. It's a special day. MJ. That's right. His passing, right? Yep. Today is the day Michael Jackson passed away, back in 2009. Conrad Murray murdered him. Yep. Con- is Conrad still in jail? No. Okay. Conrad's out. Yeah, Conrad's out, man. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, despite the, the, the controversy and everything uh, regarding Michael, um, we grew up in that era. I mean, what, Jackson's came out in 1969? Basically, Michael right was a couple years older than us. Michael was yeah. around. Michael was like a peer. Yeah, he was. So, if see, we were in the fifth grade, he was that cat like in the eighth or ninth grade. Absolutely, it yeah. was like seeing yourself yeah. on TV. Right, and he was the first black kid. Yeah, the, the last black kid, you know, who made it big before him. Who was this? Was Frankie Lyman and the teenager? Oh wow! And so, so that's why he was so important. That's why he was so important. Yeah. I mean, he, here you go, five young brothers. I mean, biological brothers. Yeah. Oh, but also, shout out to to to, um, to Johnny Jackson, uh, the the cousin on drums. They they got out. To, they kicked him out the group, though. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Johnny was the drummer, the original oh, okay. drummer. Okay. He was a cousin though. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's what made it important. He came up during the period of the late '60s when the Black Power movement and Black is Beautiful was. Mm-hmm. Was good, and also they had all the afros, all the afros, and Motown was transitioning. That's when you know the the um, Temptations mm-hmm. had you no know, Papa was a Rolling Stone, Ball of Confusion, right, so right. it was changing. Okay, well, I will tell you, man, uh, it was it, it was interesting. Um, I was I was just kind of looking over some prep for today, and you know, back back in two thousand nine, um, when he passed, uh, the Baltimore Sun did an article. Mm-hmm. And talked about how he changed the world. Seven ways he changed the world. I mean, you know, yeah. you, you know, you and I saw this video that yeah. was done in Chicago with one of the comics, and he was having a debate about Beyonce and Michael. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I kind of have to agree with the brother in some ways. In I do that, too. That Michael was was so large, mm-hmm. and particularly when you look at how large he was before this internet age. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, social before social I mean, media, when we yeah. talk about the videos that we that that are constantly used now to sell a song, mm-hmm, Michael mm-hmm. perfected that art form. Yes, he did. I mean, he he yes, laid he the groundwork for that. Yeah. When you're talking about uh, immersing different musical styles and mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Well, let me let me go through the seven, and you're already mentioning a few. Number one was sound. You know, his voice and music endured. If you keep in mind, oh yeah. Uh, how he started with, you know, I played Ben, right. uh, you know, the early days, his voice, you know, was that kid's voice. Right. A lot of a lot of child 
uh, they lose it. Singers don't transition like that. They don't make it. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could. I mean, like for example, Tevin Campbell. Tevin Campbell. Yeah. I mean, great mm-hmm. voice. Yeah. But never made that transition. His to voice changed, right. or started to change toward the end of his career. Right. Uh, Michael's changed, but Michael still endured because he was able to adjust his style and brought in the right producers. He exactly. brought in Quincy Jones. You know. Right. So his his voice and music endured. You know, you got from something like a Ben uh, to a smooth criminal. You know. Right. Uh, dance. He really was a trendsetter. So right. every video, every album he created, I, I still remember, man, I was in college uh, when that Motown, what was it? Motown 25. 25 came yeah, on yeah. and that Moonwalk. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, we, it, it, we sat there and we said, what the? Well, I didn't, I, I, I didn't do that because <laughs> I seen Soul Train. Okay. Soul Train. So I, yeah. I, one of the oh, things. You got the, you got the prelim. Yeah. So one of the, I mean, one of the, <laughs> the things, preview. one of the things that Michael did was mm. he helped elevate street dance yep. into, yeah. into performance dance. Yes, he did. I mean, cause you know, Jeffrey Daniels actually taught him the moonwalk at the time mm-hmm. it was called the backslide. Yep. 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 And so he took the stuff from soul train, the yep. stuff that we were doing at house parties. Mm-hmm. And Jeffrey co- Daniels from Shalomar. Yeah. And, Papalong, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. You know, uh, Shabadoo and all them guys. Yeah. yeah and, yeah, uh, yeah. he elevated it to, to performance for the whole world can see. Yeah, and fashion. Right. You look at the the, the sunglasses. Sunglasses. He started when when you see him with when you saw him with uh, Webster with uh, what was the kid's name? Uh, yeah. uh, um, you know his real name, short, but he was boy. Webster. Yeah. Uh, the the red jacket from uh, the 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 Thriller album. Right. Um, the uh, the shoes. High water pants. The the glove. The glove. You know, everybody really would would. He uh, had a sock game. People didn't realize that. Yeah, you know, socks, you know, he, he had the white socks. The and, white glittered socks, yeah. I mean, I remember when in Off the Wall, man, he came out with the uh, the tucks and the, uh, the white socks. People started doing that. So yeah. he, he, he had a, an impact on fashion. He had an impact, and you already mentioned it, on videos. Oh, man. You know, if if not, I mean, you look at the, the thriller, Billie Jean, even, uh, it's funny, man, because I see young kids now in awe of Remember the Time. My, my six, I got six year old, yeah. so loves uh, Remember the Time. And you look at who's in it. Yeah. Magic, uh, Eddie Murphy, Iman, Tiny, Lister from yeah. uh, Friday, all, all the big stars. So uh, he, he, he had major influence. Uh, he reshaped pop culture, number five and number six, celebrity. He, he was and still is probably one of the most recognized names, not only in the U.S., but in the world. I mean, just think about the fact is he was the first pop guy that that, that got into the, the sponsorship game. Yep, yep. And, okay. and to, to some degree, it was his downfall right. with the Pepsi situation. Right. But, um, yeah, his celebrity, you could probably, you could go to Africa uh, in a remote area and probably mention his name. I mean, he, he was up there him. with Ali. Yeah, he was. We're talking about name recognition. Yeah. You know. But I think he almost, mm, he eclipsed Ali. He probably did, but with, yeah. with a younger generation. But yeah. Yeah. but the fact is that, he, like to your point, he had his brand was so highly recognizable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and one of the great things about him is that if you listen to his music, yeah. it's multi-generational music. Yes, it is. Yes, it I is. mean, you can listen to, I mean, it never it never fails when you go to a reunion, mm-hmm. a cookout, a barbecue, a wedding. Yeah. When Michael Jackson music gets on the when it's played, yeah, everyone gets up. Yeah, and no one's you know to to no one's offended. No one's offended, and 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 no one to this day even you know that's one of the things that I I, I could agree with in the video where they were having the conversation between 
Michael Jackson and Beyonce, that doesn't happen. Right. That, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> Sorry, Beehive. That's right. <laughs> but that ain't going to happen at a cookout, okay? Yeah. Race, uh, he paved the way for, you know, for MTV to start playing black artists. Right. You know, so you look at, uh, and, and also Prince songs, wouldn't be on there if it wasn't for Michael Not Jordan. at all. You're absolutely right. They wouldn't have played Prince first. They, they played Michael first. Right. And um, his music was about racial harmony, harmony and equality. And, um, you know, regardless of all the, you know, crazy, craziness and the I mean, the, the, he, I, mean I, think a, I think stuff. what a lot of people don't understand. Yeah. The level of, of stardom he had, he was in that rarefied air. Yeah. In that he lost so much. You know, when you talk about his privacy and all that type of stuff, the fact is that he couldn't be a, he couldn't be a normal person anymore. No, he couldn't. And so I don't think I don't think a lot of people understand that the amount of pressure that guy was under. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, when you have a off the wall album, mm. then you come back and top that with Thriller. Yeah, I know. man. And then you come back and almost top it with um, uh, what's the, the a bad. Yeah. I yeah. mean. Not too many artists can have one of those albums in their in their body of work. And I, and I tell you, man, if he hadn't, if those allegations hadn't come up again when he released Dangerous, uh, Dangerous would have been that big. I mean, not as big as Thriller because you you'll never eclipse a Thriller. That's right. just you know one of one in a lifetime kind of thing. But he would have kept going. And and and, and you know what's yeah, funny is that. And the funny thing is, you know, he would admit Thriller wasn't his best album. No, it wasn't. It I still, was off I still the wall, say off, off the wall. wall. Yeah, and and wall. people still have that debate. But I, <laughs> they do. I mean, it's like, you know. but um, Off the wall to me, song it, paved, song. it paved the way for Thriller. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Song for song, man. It's still my favorite, you know. All right, man. NBA draft. Good grief. How the many one freshmen? And, the one... <laughs> The one and done, 13? The one and done draft. No, 16 freshmen. 16 freshmen. 16 freshmen, two seniors, man. What are your thoughts on that? Good for the league? Bad for the league? Well, um, it's it's one of those things. Is it you have to look at it on so many different layers? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm I'm very happy for these young men to get this opportunity. I am too. Okay. Yeah. I just hope that these young men have people in their corners. Hope these young men are going to listen to the guidance. Yeah. Because uh, the NBA. Is, is not a right. It's a privilege. Yeah, yeah. And um, you can easily be tossed aside. There, there are many stories of first-round picks that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of— They got the history to prove it. They man. got the history to prove it. So I, I, wish, <laughs> these guys, the I wish these guys the, the very best yeah, so they too, can stay man. in the league. I think um, from a league perspective, they are really struggling right now to deal with this. Yeah. Well, because you know, because yeah. what they're saying is that yeah. now it is putting— pressure on the NBA teams now to deal with teenagers yeah. because their yeah. attitude is we are a business. We're, we're not in the, we're not in the business of, of grooming teens to become men. But if you want that level, uh, if you want freshmen, you want that many freshmen in the league in the first round, you got to make the adjustment. Right. You got to adapt because right. lifestyle wise. And, and one of the, one of the things I think a lot of teams are doing, if you look on the sideline, man, they see a lot of former players who may not be head coaches, but they're on the sidelines talking to these kids. Right. And, and they're, you know, really, you know, maybe pulling them aside on the road and saying there's certain things. Right. I mean, if, as, as long as they have, quote unquote, the mentorship thing going on, I think that will keep and alleviate some of the issues. Right, right. You know, well, and also, but she's always going to have And also, too, in, I think that there's, another, there's another issue, too. Um, with, with the rise of all these underclassmen into the league. Yeah. Um, the skill level has gone down some. 
the athleticism has Where? increased. In college or no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just talking about the NBA. Because I mean, these guys, man, one thing I'll say, man, they're fast. They're well, they, they, well, they, you know, Magic Johnson says it all the time. He said yeah. they're quicker, they're stronger. Yeah. But their IQ is not where it needs to be. Their skill yeah. level. Yeah. He yeah. says their maturity level. That's why he got rid of D'Angelo Russell. He said, look, I need a leader. Yeah. And so that's why he went after the ball kid. And he basically yeah. said at one thing, yeah. Lonzo's going to be on the court. It's not LeVar. Well, look back on, on a few of the guys who came out. Let, let's look at high school. You right. had what? Um, Moses Malone. Moses Malone. Well, uh, we had one down Darryl there. Daryl Dawkins. Remember Mike Willoughby? Yeah, that's true. He and Dawkins yeah. came out the same year. That's true. Yeah. I mean, so back then it was harder to get into the league because mm-hmm. the skill level was so high. Yeah, yeah. But what they are talking about is the developmental league now has been is is now going to be re- rebranded called the G League, the Gatorade League. Gatorade is going to yeah. be the lead sponsor. Heard about that. And so what they're looking at now is um, they're exploring the possibility of looking like baseball, hmm. in that really putting money into the G League and having it as a developmental league for these young players. Um, some of these young players are not going to want to hear that, but they're saying the money is still going to be there. Mm-hmm, You're mm-hmm. still going to sign a big contract. Yeah, it's yeah. just that by planning a developmental league, it will allow the kid to work his way into the, into the NBA so he can have a, a, quote, a longer career. So is this like a baseball model? Almost, yeah, like, like a, a baseball, team? like a farm team. Yeah, so and right, to the farm team Well, you know, and, I mean, for yeah. example, I didn't realize this. Golden State Warriors are very active in it. Really? They got a, one of their freshmen, uh, I think his name was, not freshman, Ricky's McCall. Yeah. He spent about 20 games down there. And then when he came to the uh, NBA finals, the kid was ready. It's a smart move because, you know what, I, I think, man, you know, I play ball, and one of the biggest things I think, not not to this, uh, you know, to the extent that these guys go uh, or play, but uh, when you look at the number of games within the season, the the, the length of the season, right? The traveling, and also, I mean, you know, when it comes down to man, the groupies and the life outside off the court. Yeah, well, people don't. These are eight, these are eighteen and nineteen year old guys yeah. who just won the lottery. Yeah, and there's no one there. Yeah. In many instances. To guide them. Yeah. And influence. I mean, yeah. when, when you're thinking about you're 18 years old, your whole life has been a life of denial. Yeah. Meaning that you come from very humble backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Your mom, your mom is working multiple jobs. You don't yeah. have the stuff. So now yeah. you got all this money. Oh, yeah. And now you have all this free time. Because in college, remember, your college mm-hmm. athletes, you know, you you have a schedule, a set schedule. You have class. You have workouts. You have practice. Yeah. NBA, you know, about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. You're done. You're probably taking a nap before the game, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. Uh, I don't fault the young men because, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, my thing is uh, if you got the skill, go for it because I don't see them talking about uh, uh, tennis players mm-hmm. who some of them never see a classroom. That's true. You know, I don't they, see them talking I mean, about gymnasts, figure yeah. skaters, all yeah. these cats. I mean, but when yeah. black kids want to do it, because yeah. what it is is it's taking money out of the – in NCAA, mm-hmm. the NCAA wants the NBA to say, "Hey, can we add an extra year?" Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, that's what they really want because they're mm-hmm. losing too much money. Well, you know, the interesting thing, man. You, it's funny you mentioned tennis. You keep in mind, man, a lot of especially European kids and and well, any 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 of the kids overseas, a lot of them. That's all they do. Their right. life. If they, they go to they, if, academies, if they're chosen yeah. as basketball, their whole life revolves around right. tennis. Gym, gymnastics, right. same, same thing. So well, I mean, we never, I don't, you know, you know, we don't say this about these, these yeah. classical. And train. a lot of them, and a lot of the European players are coming over. Quite frankly, taking positions in the NBA. That's how they make it. Right. Because life, their lifelong right goal 
is basketball. Well, you That's know, because a lot of them are already playing professional ball before they even get here. Yeah, you're right. And yeah, so, yeah. you know, they don't say that they don't say this about uh, musicians, classical trained musicians. Yeah. These kids, you know, they can go pro anytime. The, the, the prodigies. Well, yeah. you know, it, 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 like yeah. I say, and I'll be quiet. It's a race thing. Yeah. When other races do it, mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah. But when we do it, mm-hmm. and we start doing it in mass quantities, yeah, yeah. Oh crap. Yeah. You know, just like when Tiger started winning, oh, we got a Tiger-proof to golf courses. Yeah. You know, so wow. um, I do believe that if they're gonna if they're gonna keep this system alive, yeah, 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 there needs to be a there needs to be a stronger support system for these young men. All right, Huey P. That's right. That's right. Ranting Rand. That's me. <laughs> you know, I got to throw that in for you. Man. That's right. I do. Well, you know, one one more quick question, and then we'll get off the NBA. Top pick. Who do you think? Who was the Man, yeah. I, I didn't see this kid uh, out of Washington play at all. Yeah, um, I saw highlights of Alonzo Ball. Yeah, um, kid from uh, he went to Washington. He's actually from the DC area. Him? Who picked him? Philadelphia. Oh, Philly. Yeah, yeah. Philly. They're talking about. As a matter of fact, because uh, people ben Simmons, are saying Philly won. I mean, Philly got the best picks in the league. Right. They, they said that. Uh, and plus they A+ got plus, A+ plus they got the kid Great. Simmons who didn't play because he hurt his foot. Yeah. Yeah. Who's who's like six eight six nine? Yeah. Who can't shoot, but he can do everything but shoot. Well, they said Philly's draft was a plus. So, oh yeah. So we'll see if that impacts the, the team. The Hawks, man. What would you say about the Hawks, man? <sighs> Moving right along. Uh, no, nah, you know the, the kid got they rid got of, that got rid of Dwight, man. The kid they got, Collins, is a solid player. I think ultimately it's about what they have around him. Um, you know what? Dwight had a crappy season. You know, it was okay. Um, he wasn't dominant, and I think they saw that and they moved on. Well, uh, yeah. I, I don't see. I think Dwight. I mean, I think you guys. And, and you know what? I, I'm gonna I'm go ahead and what do you call my humble pie? Mm-hmm. I'm eating my humble pie right now. Uh, that that and and I'll say it's unfortunate, man. And and you know, I, I really would like to see well, him do more. But well, but you know what? It, it was more of the same. Well, I th- more of the same. That's I, what happened in L.A. I happened think- in Atlanta. More the same. Uh, well, there you, you know, I, I think a couple of things. One is yeah. um, our, the, the system that the coach runs yeah. and the complimentary players were not the best situation for Dwight. But you know what? But at look, the same look, time, here's the deal. But at the, the deal, same Rand. time, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, no, 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 let me say. What's that? Well, how does Jesse say it? If not now, when? <laughs> I think that, Come on, man. I think that Dwight. If not um, now, when? Okay, so he he was not a, he was a square peg in a round hole. But you know but, what? But hold, but hold that on. That has been the track. But Dwight, every team. But so where I'm trying to go, brother, is I'm that, is that <laughs> unfortunately Dwight has not developed his game beyond where he was as a high school kid. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, for a guy of his size, he's a beast, man. I mean, he, uh, well, you he, know, he has he, all the skills. No, he doesn't. No, I mean, he. Well, what I mean, he's, he's, he's for a, a big man. He's very athletic for a but big it, man. But in terms of his basketball skills, yeah. when you start comparing him, I like a Tim Duncan. Oh yeah, shooting or some wise, of these other guys. He never developed. He, he never developed. Yeah. And you know, and 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 also too, the league is changing. Mm-hmm. No one's no one's dumping the ball down low as much as no, they once. You're did. absolutely right. Because most big men now can shoot. Right. And which is amazing. And and, and and Dwight, you know, Dwight could play it more of like a Bill Russell role in yeah. meaning that, you know what, I'm not gonna be the first option offensively, yeah. but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna be a beast on yeah. the defense. All right. Well I'm just gonna put the all Hawks right, on man, the, I'm gonna put it. let's put the Hawks on the prayer list. Well, you know <laughs> that's all I can say, bro. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that. They need they need superstars, man. They keep they keep getting all these role players, man. At some point you, you got to get 
You uh, got to get a superstar. Well, you I know, mean, CP, I'm hopeful, but CP3 yeah. going to be available. Uh, Blake Griffin going to be available, man. Uh, okay. All right. We'll see if they uh, spend the money. All right, dude. Uh, one more thing, and I'm a, we're going to keep it light before we get into the... Man, uh, let's keep a couple of things light. Let's keep it light as long as possible, man. <laughs> Hall of Fame 2018, man. Um, the, the walk, the walk of fame. Uh, 2018, um, the list came out, and these guys actually have two years to hold their own personal ceremony when they uh-huh. announce it. Uh-huh. So they announced 2018. You got the likes of F. Gary Gray uh, it has, has a star on the Walk of Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see who else. Zoe Saldana, uh, she'll be on the Walk of Fame. So they paid um, their money then? Well, you know. You got to pay money. What they say now, it's not a cakewalk. You do have to pay, but it's not just a cakewalk for you to get it. Anthony Anderson um, on the Walk of Fame. This is among many names. RuPaul, uh, Taraji P. Henson, uh, Nisi Nash, uh, Shonda Rhimes, and uh, Steve Irwin, uh, the croc, the crocodile guy. Man, you know what? You know, I, you know I, I got more, but let me go man. ahead and finish this up. Mary J. Blige. Um, of course, Ice Cube, he already did his a um, couple of weeks ago, I think. Uh, Harry Connick Jr., Ice-T, Snoop Dogg, uh, Weird Al, Carrie Underwood. I mean, you could go and see on the list. Also, man, uh, posthumously, Bernie Mac. Okay. Uh, Bernie Mac is also going to be on the Walk of Fame. Many names like Jack Black, Kirsten Dunst, Jeff Goldblum, a lot of names, but I wanted Damn, to highlight man. some of them. But you know what? They do it every year, and, and I just wanted to shout out, man, because, Damn, man. you know, it's interesting, and, and Taraji is on it, and, and it's funny, man, because her name's coming up in this whole the Monique uh, tragedy that I call, um, you know, the uh, that whole situation about her not really being paid for what she's worth in Hollywood uh, per movie. So not that this is, is going to do much more, but still the more accolades she gets and opportunities like that, you know, the, the more hopefully, you know, her value shown in Hollywood. We know her value within the hood. I mean, she is probably one of the best. Would you say probably when it comes down to young Black actresses. Mm-hmm. She's probably. Oh I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree with that. I, I think she is. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just funny, man. You just naming Very these names, man. It's just like yeah. it, it, as you're naming these names. A lot of those people on there are worthy of of some type of recognition. I'm not gonna deny that. Yeah. yeah. But but it, it's almost to the point of. It reminds me of when, when you have kids mm-hmm. and they get a. They get when you, you sign them up for the why, and everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but at I, some I, point, what yeah. is the damn criteria, man? <laughs> I, I didn't go into it, but they there's it's not a cakewalk. Okay, uh, okay, quote unquote. Okay, no pun intended. Well, anybody is it's, I mean, you know, hey man, more power to these people, hey, man. We ain't on it. I know we ain't on it. Man. Not yet, not yet, partner. Not yet, partner. Yeah, but you know, hey man, whatever you know, hey, more power to these people, and, and, and good luck. And you know who's going to be on it real soon if he ain't already? Who's that? Diddy. Congrats to Diddy, man. Uh, his Can't Stop, Won't Stop documentary is out today. Okay. We tape on the 25th, and he did a deal exclusively with Apple Music. So you could, if you have Apple Music, uh, you can go on and stream uh, his documentary, Can't Stop, Won't Stop. Okay, give him, I give him credit, man. I mean, you know, I give him and JC and Ice Cube and those guys credit, man, because mm-hmm. they have really diversified. They have really gone beyond music man and, and they're getting into the, the multimedia world because yeah, that's where yeah. it's at now man and, it is. and you know and quite honestly all of them need to um, all of them need to call up Will Smith and say thank you brother for paving the way <laughs> I mean I'm just gonna be honest right. I mean, he, he, he really paved the way for that man but let me let me say this man and I'm gonna read a quote from Diddy and this is why you know love him or hate him uh, you know 
the list of artists that he had impact on Mary J. Blige. You know, you look at Faith Evans, all the stuff that he did, you know, Notorious B.I.G. Got to get Andre Harrell a little respect for that, too. Oh, man. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Andre, yeah, without a doubt. But he said he said in, in um, uh, they were interviewing him about. You just don't want Diddy's son on your football team. <laughs> <laughs> it's fierce. Uh, Diddy said uh, about his whole thing. He said, I was going to live. Uh, life the way kings live life, but as a man of color, and I'm, I'm, he said, I'm gonna let the kids and the world see that. You know, he wanted people to see him living life like a king, and it's gonna have. He said it's gonna have effect on them because they constantly get hit and hit with images of themselves, images of African Americans being unsuccessful. Like when you watch the news, and images of themselves, images of. African-Americans being unsuccessful, like when you watch the, you know, the news, uh, he points to images uh, of people being shot. Uh, and he said, I have to show uh, show the kids um, no matter how it rubs people the wrong way um, that it's important, you know, to live big. And and I will say, man, you know, it was funny because you look at a lot of his videos now. He's jumping out of helicopters. He's coming out. Oh, of, yeah. You know, the 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 yacht. Uh, his Ciroc brand, you know. That's what's driving his wealth right now. That brand yeah. is like phenomenal. Yeah, Ciroc, Ciroc is huge. Uh, his uh, his clothing line, all the stuff that he did, man. Bottom line is... Uh, you got to get a brother credit, man. He, you got to give him credit for saying, I want my image to be bigger, and, bigger than life and successful for the kids, for the future. And he did that at a time when... You know, we were having some challenges. You know? Right, right. I mean, I give him credit, man. I mean, he he literally took what Russell Simmons, the blueprint Russell Simmons laid down in terms of getting into business. Yeah. And he just he took it to the he took it to another level. A whole nother level. Whole nother level. Whole nother level, level, man. So he is um, you know, someone uh, you know More to, power to the brother, man. I give him to look up to give him credit, man. He's he's he, you know, from a kid who was an intern. Mm-hmm. You know, catching a train between D.C. and New York when he was in Howard doing parties, man, yeah. to literally a billionaire status, man. You got to get a brother credit, man. Yeah, man. I agree. I'm not even going to get into Safari and Meek Mill. I'm going to leave. <laughs> Moving right along. That, that's that's that world star <laughs> hip hop crap, man. What the hell? I mean, you know, this Safari is- was is Mickey, Nicki Minaj's ex and it was both of them, right? Meek Mill, too. So they got into a just beef craziness. Just, just, I'm going to leave it on. I mean, I just came off Diddy feeling good. I'm going to keep it moving. Keep it moving. Hip-hop needs to grow up, man. Yeah. yeah. It needs to grow up. These these cats need to grow up, man. Yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. I know y'all seen the video, so don't, don't, don't act like you haven't. Don't, don't look, don't look at me like that. Um, Georgia 6th, man, let's get into some politics. Um, Georgia 6th, handle 52, I saw 48, thoughts? You know, uh. Whole lot of money spent. Whole lot of money spent. It Fifty could million. Been, it could have been spent on uh, on, on effective programs. Um, Agreed. Ossoff, as you say, was the Manchurian candidate. <laughs> um, you know, a, mm. viewed as a carpet bagger. Yeah. One of the things I read an article, which was at, which a Democratic strategist said. He said the the Democrats need to understand how to frame messages before the Republicans get their message out there. Yeah. Yeah. And if you notice, Karen Handel did not play up to the Trump thing at all. No, she did. She, she played, backed away from She it. backed away from Trump, mm-hmm. and she really attacked Ossoff's character. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and his inexperience. Right. She basically called him an inexperienced liar. Mm-hmm. 
you know. Yeah. And all only thing that Ossoff could talk about with her was paying ten thousand dollars with some damn chairs or some shit like that. Yeah. Something like that, man. But yeah. um they didn't have a message. No. Ossoff didn't have a message. Yeah. Well he had a message, but it was more of a national message versus kind of a grassroots right. local message. He yeah. wasn't talking yeah. to the people in that district. Yeah. Yeah. And and when you hear and I don't know if it was true or not. Quite frankly, I don't live in the district. I didn't do a fact check on it. But a lot of people were hitting him up saying, you can't even vote in the district. Was that was that true? No, he could vote in the district. He could vote. That's what I thought. He could vote in the but district. But there were people who were leaking that information out well, which but, but, early on. But, but, but at the same time, though, to his credit, even though they had to spend $50 million, yeah. what should have been an a easy election victory. Yeah, yeah now should have the Republicans somewhat concerned mm-hmm. because this guy was only four, four and a half points away. Tom Price won by last 20, November by 23. 23 points. Mm-hmm. So for him to go in and quote a Republican district yeah. that was gerrymandered Republican, let's be honest. Oh, it's, it's gerrymandered and to give the Republicans an eight-point advantage. Right. Yeah. And for him to literally cut that in half, Yeah. That should be opening up some eyes. Yeah. In, I mean, it, that's a hollow, excuse me, hollow victory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, you know, moral victories really don't count. But mm-hmm. that is something that that if I was a Republican strategist in Georgia, I would be concerned about. Yeah, true enough. Um, yep. Good deal. Good point. Healthcare, man. You see it? Man. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts, man? It's, it's. You know, I don't even know why the, the 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 senators waited so long to really just do the same thing that the other guys did. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is so mean spirited. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's ridiculous, man. I mean, where's the humanity? I mean, it's these guys have basically said we don't care about humanity at all. Mm. We just want to make sure that a Barack Obama's legacy. It's trashed. Yeah. And B, we're going to make sure we're going to get paid. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, and, and, and there's a fundamental belief that health care is a privilege. It's not a right. Mm-hmm. What, what, what specific thing did you see that makes you say that? When I saw. Now, I, I'm asking. I mean, I, I've now, seen well, a couple of things, but I'm just when I saw, saw When I saw those disabled people outside of Mitch O'Connell's office yeah, yeah. being carried out, people in wheelchairs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the, I mean, first of all, I think the, the D.C. cops, they did, a, they did a good job in that situation. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about people in wheelchairs, you have to yeah. be very careful when you're taking them. Picking yeah. those people up because yeah, that's true. You had to be very careful yeah. because muscles and bones and that yeah, absolutely. Stuff. When when I when you know when I saw that when I saw that and I'm, that's this that's this thing I saw last night mm-hmm. um, with these disabled d- disabled people. Yeah. Um, and then I'm looking at what's happening in West Virginia, in Ohio, Trump in Kentucky, Trump you know strongholds. Mm-hmm. How those people who voted for this guy who who basically Bet the farm on this guy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are now are being gutted like a fish. Well, the the Medicaid situation is going to be a major issue, right? That's going to be a big issue, right? Um, and 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 I'm just curious as to how they're going to get it passed. Do you think it's going to pass as is? 
I mean, based on the new, and, and you know what? Here's the deal. I'm, I'm not gonna go into a well, lot. Well, they gotta of get a CBO. They get a, CB, a new CBO score. Yeah, that comes out tomorrow. We, we tape on Sunday. Comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow. So okay. far, so far, what Monday we know. So far, okay. what we know is only what they four. They they can't have no more than what three to four people mm-hmm. to vote against it. Yeah. So far, they got five hardcore guys voting against, it, and there's about eight moderates right now who are on the fence. Yeah. Yeah. And so well, yeah, I yeah. think this thing has a, I think it does have a chance, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's a, I think it's probably about a 40, 60, 40% chance. 40% chance it'll pass? Yeah, 40% chance wow. it'll pass. Wow, that's not good. Um, that's not good that it'll pass. Right. I mean, but, yeah. but, but again, it depends on where these guys are coming from. And, yeah. you know, what I'm not seeing is if I was a Democrat... I will be at the state level. I will have these hospital officials mm-hmm. calling up these senators mm-hmm. and these representatives, letting them know, and the governors, letting them know, when you do this, mm-hmm. we will have to mm-hmm. shut services down. Wow. Okay? Because and, and you know we don't have the happen? funding. You know who's going to take the brunt of this? Poor people. The rural hospitals, right. too. Right, right. That's what I don't get because a lot of those, a lot of those folks voted for him. Right. Right. So they're going to be shut. Like, like I know uh, my mom is from a small town outside of Atlanta called Morgan County, Madison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Madison is about 20 something miles from mm-hmm. Athens, Georgia, yeah. where UGA is. Yeah. So my mom said they would have to travel to Athens, mm-hmm. Athens Regional Hospital. Yeah. And based upon what we're seeing, Athens Regional Hospital will have to like shut down a department or two. Mm-hmm. OK. Wow. And so they got to make a hard decision on which department to shut down. Mm. You know, it's going to be interesting, man. So when, when is the vote? When, when are they talking uh, they're about, talking about Thursday, man? OK, so this Thursday. by the way, if you if you want to uh, and, and I pulled the chart uh, and I thought NPR did a, a great yeah, job. Yeah, I'm looking at it right uh, now. NPR dot org. Uh, they did a uh, a chart on and it's called who wins, who loses. And I'll, I'll post it. I'll post the yeah, post it, uh, link on on our on our page uh, when you go into. Because I'm, I'm calling I'm calling my congressman and, and, and senator. Yeah, it's uh, who wins, who loses with Senate health care bill, and you can go in. What it does is it breaks it out by the uh, Affordable Obama. Care Act, and it goes into the House bill, and it shows how it's going to look in the Senate. You kind of right. see all three, right. and they broke it out also: people under 26, adults under 65, low income uh, low income nursing home residents. Uh, people with pre-existing conditions. I thought they did a good job with this. Yeah, man. yeah. You know, right, right. And parenthood, disabilities. Right now, see, the, see, the challenge is right now is that yeah. these guys, some of them are motivated to vote because they can go back and say, "Look, we voted on health care, health care reform repeal." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Democrats didn't help us out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got some people who are scared to make this vote. Mm-hmm. They are they are scared because they understand that whatever way they vote mm-hmm. could mean political suicide for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you know it's it's just amazing the cowardice of these senators in this whole process. Wow. I mean, you know, as we yeah. said, understood. That's punk ass, man. <laughs> what, Mitch, what Mitch O'Connell did was real punk ass. I mean, I mean, literally. You know what the Democrats need, man? Yeah. What a, one, another thing they need. You know how in sports they have what they call a capologist, the guy who understands hmm. the salary cap. Oh, okay. He knows he knows all the ins and out of the salary cap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in in college football, they have a guy who does that when it comes to NCA rules and regulations. Okay. They okay. understand the gray lines and all. Yeah. What they need is someone. 
who understands all the procedural stuff, like mm-hmm. like they know the, the back of their hand. Wow. To 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 implement tactics and strategies to slow these things down, to expose these things, that type of stuff. With that said, let me ask you a question. Well, this Dem- also, Democrats are pissing me off. Well, this also came up um, during the. Um, they should be spending a billion dollars on the ad campaign against this thing too. Well, let me ask you. Ossoff and Handel, it came up a lot. Is Pelosi poison? I personally think she need to go, man. Okay, because a lot of people, the people who support her, support her. Oh, they hate her. Are, I mean, well, the people who support her, her are saying it's 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 misogyny mm-hmm. that they're just attacking right. a, a, a woman in in, in power. Um, but the people who look at the losses. And and what's what's happening right now is saying, look, it's time for new leadership. You know, if she was a, but I, I'd say Schumer as well. If but, she was a CEO or coach of a team, mm-hmm. what team would it be? Um, she would be like maybe right now the Knicks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> or you know, or, or, or five hundred team, whatever it is. But what I'm trying to say is that the Knicks. The, 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 that would be a mandate. Are the Knicks at five hundred. Yeah, whatever. Barely. Yeah, so that would be a mandate to say we need to go in a different direction. Yeah. And so right now, I just don't, I just don't see it right mm-hmm. now. I mean, I, you know, you and I have talked about this too many times. Is the fact is that you're playing a game against someone who has nothing to lose. They're going to win at all costs. Well, you're still trying to play with the play within the rules. Yeah, yeah. And at some point, you're going to have to, if not break the rules, but you got to come close to that line. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I just don't think right now, Rand. And, and you know, I kind of, I kind of play that middle a lot because I look for what's best, what's going to be best, you know. Right. And and I'm gonna get into some personal stuff in just a minute. When I mean personal, in the family, as far as our family as as African Americans, um, and and I'm I'm gonna you know ask a couple of pointed questions, man. But you know, when I look at, uh, I kind of stand in the middle and look around and see who's doing things in the best interest um, of, of, of my interest, of our interest. And, and I have to ask, I mean, and, and is she, is she right for the time? I, and, I, I personally think that right now that, that they, she's not, that's and, just my opinion. Right and I now. think we've, I, you know, I, 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 I just see, I don't know, man. I'm, leave I'm, it at I'm that. seeing the same, same old I'm stuff gonna, over and over, man. Yeah, I am too. And I'm gonna leave it at that. I know a lot of people have opinions. You have opinions too. You could shout us out. All right, come on, next man. Let's move on. Let's help. Man, um, the Castile dash cam video. Oh gosh, man! All that stuff came out this week. Well, and also to the guy, you know, uh, cop in Cincinnati got got got. Yeah, but I want to hit this Castile thing first. What are your thoughts, man? You saw the dash cam stuff. It was it was painful, man. Painful to watch. Less than one minute. This man is unloading seven mm. rounds. Yeah. And his excuse was, I thought the little girl, I was concerned. I thought the little girl was, 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 uh, mm-hmm. was, a th- I mean, the fact is that this. You can man, see the little girl running out the other side right. of the car. I, and, I mean, it, it's almost mother. like two separate videos when you look at him and his yeah. partner. Yeah. His partner didn't even see this. His partner car. was like, what the hell? I mean, yeah. yeah. His partner didn't even see this was going on, man. Yeah. And um, it just. It makes me angry, man, because basically what we're saying is it is it is it is all year, all day hunting season on black men. If wow. you're a cop, man. Wow. I mean, the fact is that good cops out there are not waking up 
don't have the courage to speak up. Mm -hmm. You got the unions who are not speaking up against Mm -hmm. bad cops. Mm -hmm. And then you got this belief that all cops are good cops. Yeah. And particularly when it comes to us. Let let me, and I don't, I I heard a, um, you know, I listen to a lot of different podcasts and I checked out Code Switch, which you turned me on to Mm -hmm. uh, from NPR. And uh, some of the information, one of his best friends was on the, uh, Castile's best friends. They they worked in the um, school because he worked for the school district. Yeah, he worked for the schools. And he was he was uh, in the cafeteria. He was a server. Um, back in two thousand three is when it started. But you know he was stopped forty six times. He had been stopped total forty six times. Six they could explain, which you know were like for specific reasons. Forty were just. He was stopped, and then the things that were found were, were the kind of things that you find after you stop somebody. So this this kid was stopped forty six times. Can you? How many times have you been stopped in your life? I've probably been stopped about three. I can't count. I can probably say count on one hand. Right, forty six times. And, and you you know what that in, says in, in that area. That, what Saint that Paul, says is that the, every time he was stopped. The odds were getting worse for him. 46 times. Yeah. And they he was fined, and, and they said you could go down the list of times he was stopped. And, and the fines were adding up to the point where he might have to pay 500 The other interesting thing, man, it's just tragic because his friend was saying, um, you know, I think they were asking because he had volunteered to go to work for the summer. And his friend said, hey, man, why— you know, he laughed at him and said, you ain't got to work. You're getting paid. You know, uh, you're in school district. They're going to pay you for summer. 12 months, right. And he said, um, I just love the kids. And then he stopped and said, you know what? I love everybody. And and his friend was saying that. And he just broke down and started crying. I mean, man, it's, it's, it's. But it's just really tragic, man. But his friend said one interesting thing. He said the good thing that will come out of this is. This this kid was a good kid, uh, well, a good guy, and and he'll be a martyr. And and what it's done is he said it it hope he hopes it inspires people to to be more active. He said he had plans where he had never thought about running for uh, city council now because of stuff like this. And and you know it was all positive things that he was talking about. He says as an African American man, man who lived in that community. He, he really is going to do a better job in fighting for change. And, and, you know, I hope it does. And you mentioned, and I'm going to go into the next thing, the the, um, the tensing retrial in Cincinnati where the kid was on campus. Right. Car started rolling. Mm-hmm. And, and, he, and the cops shot him. And uh, the cops' uh, whole defense was he thought he was going to get run over. So the mis- it led to a mistrial. The retrial has led to another mistrial. Yeah, I mean it's zero for three this week, man. Yeah. So you know, I mean it's it's it's, it's man. painful, man. I mean you know you and I we have kids. Yeah. And um, it's it's one of those things, man. It, it scares the crap out of you, man. It's hard to explain. Did you see that? It's hard to explain. Did you see that kid? Because I get questioned about it, you know, from from millennials. Like, okay, you're telling me one thing, but the actions are showing another thing. So you're gonna tell me. To no, you know when does the onus fall right? I mean, on I mean, we always them. had to, we had to we we had to talk. <laughs> you know, you always have to talk with your son or yeah. your daughter, saying, "Hey, this is what you do." Yeah. Then you look at a person like Philando Castile, which I didn't realize this. 
He let the officer know he had a concealed yes, weapon. Did. But by law in Minnesota, you don't have to do that. Yeah, but he did. He did. Because, you know, this kid had been stopped 46 right, times, right. man. Yeah. I, I know and the so, drill. I, I, know I, know the, drill. <laughs> I know the drill. I know the drill. I mean, yeah. and, and so the, 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 the fact is that we tell our kids to do this stuff, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. still end up dead. Yeah. The other thing, man, uh, the teens who were detained for selling water um, at the National Mall, um, they were handcuffed and placed on the ground, face down. Uh, a lot of outrage about that because they said these guys, they were teens, they were kids, you know. So eventually, and if you've been to D.C. and you've been on the mall, yeah. it's hot, you get thirsty. And quite honestly, there's not a lot of opportunity for, for kids to make money unless they want to be uh, getting into uh, the drug game. Yeah. And they said, you know, well, you know, you got to have a vendor license to sell. But why didn't you just say, look, you got to have a vendor and even confidence, you know, maybe confiscate the water and say, keep going, keep it moving if you want it. Come right. on down to city hall, but but handcuffed and thrown. And I don't know if they were thrown, but they were laying on the you know laying on the ground. Face this down. police state Made mentality that we've gotten into, man. Yeah. Uh, I was reading an article again, like they're saying, we are militarizing our police forces because we're hiring a lot of ex-military people to run these police forces, yeah. and these guys are not equipped to deal with the escalation. Their their mindset is take it out. Yeah. The other thing that came up this week, um, there's a New Jersey bill passed that requires uh, kids to be trained on how to interact with police. Now, the controversy is... Why don't they teach, teach the cops how to interact with, <laughs> with, with people, man? That's the controversy. So the, the, when it was first introduced in 2016, critics said it, it appeared to place the onus uh, for police interactions largely on the kids, mandating only that children be taught the role and responsibilities of law enforcement officials in providing for public safety and an individual's responsibilities to comply with a directive from a law enforcement official. Now, it's been adjusted from what I've been told. Um, now, it, it also is is uh, included in that is they're teaching uh, children or kids their rights. It's just amazing. Their rights, their it's individual just, rights. It's just amazing, yeah. man, how in our society now, yeah. it is our responsibility, I mean, people of color, Yeah. To make particularly white men feel okay, yeah, yeah. To make them feel comfortable because as as that that thing Millennial Nick sent out that you showed me, Tony Morrison. Tony Morrison was yeah. They got problems. Yeah. I mean yeah. seriously. I mean for yeah. it's up to us to make them feel yeah. comfortable. It's just like Kendall B got into a, a conversation about race yeah. with one of her uh, former classmates' parents. Yeah. And she basically told him. She said, "Look, it's not my job. That's your problem." Yeah. Well, the thing, and, and if you don't, I'm not going to play it here. The Tony Morrison video. I think it came out 2012. Yeah, let's put it up on the Facebook, couple, man. Yeah, but I'll put that on Facebook. But basically what she was saying is if you feel the need to have, to put someone else on their knees to be in control, to, to you be, got a problem. To be taller than them, to be bigger than them. Yeah, you got a problem. So, yeah. you know, we need to root all that stuff out. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it, it's... Um, it's just it's an interesting time, man, and and um, I'm not gonna get into all this, the craziness for 45 because, quite frankly, we made it through the show without saying that. Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna leave that alone. Oh yeah, yeah. He's 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 something else. Well, but what, you, what but, else you got, man? But now uh, back back to the shooting, man. Did yeah. um, I was I saw this football high school football player, uh, a highly recruited kid out of I think out of Ohio. Mm-hmm. He was at a camp. He had this shirt that said, please don't shoot me because I'm black today. Yeah, saw that. I saw that. I mean, you know, for our kids mm-hmm. to wear stuff like that, yeah. 
is 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 something's wrong. Yeah. 2017, man. 2017, man. And 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 I I don't think um you know, when I have the conversation with with uh with my kid, with my kids about this, man, what is uh probably more distressing and disappointing is that we were kind of like the Sesame Street yeah. What do you call it? The the Sesame Street generation, company, yeah. The the encouraged generation. We we were this the, was supposed to start to we were the first generation off, move we were, forward. Yeah, yeah. We we were those kids who were the born hope. born during the civil rights movement. <laughs> yeah. But we started school post civil rights movements. The first kids that probably had, that benefited for from what affirmative action was designed to do. Yeah. yeah. We were given opportunities yeah. that were denied to us. And, you know, it is our responsibility, we thought, was to make sure that these things kept going with our kids. Because our parents had it because they dealt with it firsthand. Right. And they they were, you know, uh, I guess uh, adamant about change. Right. Okay. We felt, eh, and I think a lot of probably still so, you know, within our generation, a lot of people feel, you know, I ain't got to have these conversations. It's 2017. Right. But you know what? Based yeah. on what's happening, you gotta still re- have to have the conversations. Yeah, you got to review the book. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I, it's, it's just amazing, man. I mean, it's 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 so mind numbing and painful. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I look at when I hear this stuff and see. Let me stuff. play a quick devil's advocate, if what's I may. That? Devil's uh, advocate, if I may. Uh, we live in ATL or area metro. Okay, uh, these home invasions that are occurring, especially on the south side. Um, one recently where a guy was stabbed in his home. Uh, Three young kids, you know, teens, teenage, uh, 20, 19, 20, 21. Um, On one hand, you've got kids that are lawful, uh, you know, maybe don't always fit the bill when you look at them. You don't know what to expect. And then you've got, the gang violence, the guys who are caught up in gangs who are literally out there committing crimes randomly based on any initiations, based on, you know, something that's coming down, an edict from, you know, the uh, the drug lords. How do you deal with that? How do police deal with that? Uh, you know, it's one of those things, man. I mean, the ultimate answer is that you got to go out to the drug lords. Yeah. Okay, but you and I know they have so many foot soldiers between them. And, and they got so many people paid off. So many people paid even, off. Even on the inside. Yeah, on the inside. So you, you, you got that, man. And, um, you know, if you're a homeowner, you got to protect your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you, you got You that. read about that or heard about it. Yeah. I heard about it, man. And, I mean, it gets to the point, man, sometimes I just have to shut that stuff down. Yes. Yeah. It's, 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 it's so mind-numbing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it all boils down to... Uh, the absence of, of economic opportunity for these people, man. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why they do this stuff, man. I mean, mm. you know, people don't understand that when you're in an environment, when you are deprived, uh, in order to survive, you develop survival skills yeah, and yeah. social skills yeah. that, that are the norm in your neighborhood or your community. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that um, they become a part of you. Yeah, yeah. And so, and then you pass that on to others Mm. and it's just a vicious cycle. And then when these individuals are outside of those communities and then they revert to what they know, Mm -hmm. um, 
then they are characterized as animals and all this other stuff yeah. right there. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like I mentioned to you earlier, you know, one time is that I, that's, I do some consulting with HBCUs and that's a big issue they're having. Yeah, and, and here's the other thing, right? Let me ask you this, man, because you and I had a conversation about that this week. Mm-hmm. You know, the college campuses. Right. You'll have the image. You In, in some cases, you can't tell a student from... I don't want to say a gangster. One of the homies. Uh, One of the neighborhood homies. Right. You don't know you don't know if he's the neighborhood drug dealer yeah. or he's a neighborhood genius. Right. So what do you say to that? Cause because we had a different philosophy, you know, it was almost like dress to success. Right. Dress for success. Right. Look successful. But what's happening now is that brother. And then uh, if you say, "Hey, you you need to you need to no, do, see, see what's like, it? I got a barbershop. These guys are younger than me. Okay, mm-hmm. in their thirties, twins. Shout out to the, to the twins, by the way. Um, these guys, they're about twenty something, thirty something. They have a shop. On their door, it says, "You don't come in here. You know your pants down. No service." Right. They make them pull it up at the door. They make them. You know, you got to come in looking respectable. Shirt. Everything but you know that that that's what's that's an absence, a big absence in our community. And these guys are within the I mean, they're within right. the generation. Well, I think what's happening is that there's a they ain't old heads. There <laughs> there's a big absence because of the rise of of of, of single parent households mm-hmm. and the absence of, of men. Yeah. Um so in other words, some ways I hate to say this, you almost got the inmates running in silo. Wow. In some ways. Wow. And so you don't have that going on. Mm-hmm. And so and a, and a lack of authority, respect for authority. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a big issue because now these kids view if you give them constructive feedback, you are disrespecting them. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. if you tell a young man, you know, like, yo, watch your mouth, man. You know, do this, do that. They they want to. They're they're the way they process it is a is disrespectful, and the way they want to deal with it is their conflict resolution is. We're going to handle this like men. And what that means is we're going to take it to the street as mm-hmm. opposed to handling like a man like Dr. King and those guys would do. They will have a meeting of the minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, these guys, see, so you got people around there telling young men how to be a man, but who have no idea what being a man is about. Wow. You know, so, uh, you know, because one of the challenges is, remember the HBCUs when we were growing up, they were esteemed institutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were getting our best and brightest. Absolutely. Through the years, things have changed. They mm-hmm. don't have the money now to attract the best and brightest mm-hmm. in bulk quantities like they used to. Mm-hmm. So for many of them to keep their doors open, mm-hmm. they're they're admitting students historically who, who may not have been the right candidate for the school. Okay? Yeah. And so they're bringing in kids from all over the country, mm-hmm. which is a great thing. Mm-hmm. But all these kids come from the, all of them come from the same type of neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So their conflict resolution skills are horrible. Wow. You know, I'm from St. Louis, you're from Detroit. Ain't no way in the hell you're going to diss me. Wow. So we're going to handle it like this. Mm. You know, so you got to, and so you, and then there's no one on campus to pull them to the side and say, look, that behavior is not acceptable here. Mm-hmm. I know where you're from. That's how you had to survive. I'm not going to knock you for that. Mm-hmm. But while you're on this campus or in this environment, mm-hmm. we we approach the world a different view. I'm not telling you to lose yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, hey, 
if you're going to make it in this world, you have to be adaptable. You mm-hmm. have to be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Still handle your beliefs. Mm-hmm. If you think someone is disrespecting you, yeah. hey, I'm not saying he didn't disrespect you, but mm-hmm. how you handle it mm-hmm. is different. Yeah, true. Hey, man, well, I'm going to leave it at that, dude. I, you yeah, know, leave it at that. Man. I'm going to leave it at that, but it's something. It's town hall time, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, it is. It, it's it's town hall time. It is. By man. the way, I'm I'm gonna I'll make sure I have. Um... I need to give a shout out to man. Go ahead, do it. I want to give a shout out to Austin and Lisa P out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. They sent me a text the other day, email <laughs> asking where is Tut. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they they are they are loyal listeners, man. And I, I've I've known them for some time, man. Shout and, out. Uh, and so we we and so we we we're doing quite well. I'm a tenor, man. I'm I'm a second tenor. I can't do it, bro. Yeah, that's the I, base. I can't, I can't the do base. it. I can't do it, man. You know, you know we. I guess we, we boys just, to men without. We, we gotta, <laughs> you know, we, we gotta figure something out, man. We gotta get a bass singer gotta, up in here. You gotta, yeah. All tenor. Hey, man, we sound like the stylistics. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> like stylistic. Yeah, really. All right, y'all. Uh, you know, you you'll get the info. Uh, I'll post uh, I'll post uh, a lot of this info online, man. But we appreciate y'all. We really do. Yeah, we, we really do. Granted, man. We really do. And I'm I'm working on something big, Ren. Oh yeah. But yeah, dude. I'm working on something big for access. Uh, I, 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 are we I, gonna be a part of it, man? Yes, we are. I'm okay. I'm working on something that will uh, make it easier for people to find us. So. Uh oh. The next the next level. So, Next level. But we appreciate everything. We appreciate the support, the listening. I mean, we're heading, we're, we're getting closer and closer to a year doing this, man. Right. So, hey, yeah. so man, how's our listeners? You know, any 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 feedback or any stats, anything? Well, like you that? know, again, I mean, the, the the encouraging thing, and I hope, uh, Jack especially is, for people who listen to us internationally, Jackie's still out there listening. Yeah, to I think us? so. I okay. think you know, even during the summer, we love you, holiday, Jackie. We appreciate it. Uh, but even for people, man, who listen to us internationally, a lot of these things I know might sound like uh, straight up U.S. interest uh, items, but they affect the world. Right. You know, and I think, um, you know, I, I hope again, I'd mentioned and I, I did put it on the last podcast, the link for Amnesty International. Uh, and I hope they get more involved, man, because right now, I mean, I listened to I, I checked out the Sunday shows this morning. Mm-hmm. And and it's kind of like people have moved on from the uh, the Castile shooting, and a lot of the things that are happening, and it's it's kind of been relegated to uh, you know just African American programming, but I think it's bigger than that, right? You know, well, yeah. I don't think I know. It's well, bigger, you know, than and that. also too, you I, know? I, I, it affects I, all communities. I, I, I want these, uh, you know, we didn't talk about the CBC in forty five, man. Because you know what? Here's the thing. I'm a Russell, man. I don't even want to go there, man. You know what? The the, the things like that um, cause us to miss the real issues. Oh, yeah, like health care and some like, of this other stuff. And even this, the, these For, shootings. This judicial system, man, is going on right now. All these judges, man. Oh, uh, now, what's his name? Kennedy. Is it Kennedy? Yeah, Kennedy's about to About to retire. Right. right. But he's a, he's already conservative, right? Right. So, but uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. Bottom line is this: I think a lot of the foolishness, man, is is just a distraction. So, quite frankly, oh yeah, man. You know, a lot of this uh, reality TV distraction stuff. I don't I don't blame the CBC. Move on. They need they got bigger fish to fry. Oh yeah, yeah. You I don't know. blame them too. I don't blame them too. I mean, they 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 put their case out there. They did. So so the ball is in your court now. 
Yeah, but we, we don't need to meet on this. It, it's uh, you know, if anything, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna end on this on you know my thing is right now you know that war war with the media. Um, you know, of course, 45's cozied up with Fox and then there's everybody else on the, you know, on the, on the oh, yeah. outside of the fence looking in. But ultimately, I think what the press, if they feel like they're being mistreated, uh, Phil Donahue was on this morning. Y'all remember him? Oh, man. <laughs> remember People the are, Phil Donahue yeah, show? I mean, really, he, he, he was one of the first talk shows out there. Pre-Oprah. National, man. Pre-Springer. He was the first yeah, one. Sally Jess Raphael, Gerardo, you name it. But he said, he said something really interesting that I think uh, the press needs to pay attention to. He said, quit worrying about these guys giving you access. Get out there and get the real story from the people. He said, instead of you talking about the pundits and going, you know, getting access in the White House, go to Iowa, go to these rural communities and and, and report on how people are living today. That's what people really want to hear. That's right. And, and, that, and that will have a greater impact than listening to hmm. Jeffrey Lord. Absolutely. He said, instead of all that, you know, ESPN team against team crap. Go to the people. Right. So, so Phil, you know, because Phil, man, I mean, Phil about 75, 80. Yeah, he <laughs> married, like you know, married Marlo Thomas. He man. pushing it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, bottom, and Marlo, Marlo passed. Am I correct? No. Think she passed away? My, my girl, oh, was it that, that girl is what she was in. Yeah. Bottom line, man, is, uh, you know, quit being baby's press and, and do your job. That's what he was saying. So, yeah. I'm gonna leave it at that, man. You got anything else on the wrap? No, man. Let's let's let's, let's wrap this up. I'm going to the movies. I'm going to see All Eyes. Hey, man. I want your review next week. Okay. Okay. I'm going going today, man. Kendall B and I are going. We're doing a father daughter thing. Oh, that's hot. I, I got to go see Cars. <laughs> <laughs> got to see Cars. Cars, man. Cars, right. what? Two, three, whatever. I think it's Cars three. Three. Wow. Yeah, man. All right, y'all, we appreciate you, and uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate your support. Remember, the information is coming up on how you can make comments and and give us feedback. We appreciate it, and hopefully got some big news coming up in the the future weeks. All right. All right. Peace. Peace. You've been listening to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast. Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail, 413-556-9546. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a five star. Follow us on SoundCloud. Search GP3 Homies from the Block. Special thanks to music by Millennial Nick, rap, SB the G, graphics, Lady J. Thanks for listening.